The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back to another episode of Dangerous World Podcast, everybody. A Saturday release, which we don't do too often unless it's like the break room show or some kind of extra show like that. And in a way, this was not a uh, super planned out episode, but it was pretty damn cool. Um, I'm running this like a a total normal episode. However, it is uh, everything but. This is more of like an interview-based thing where... Um, you know, I talk with a buddy that I met through the show. His name's Dale, and he runs through his paranormal experiences in life. And I think, again, I mean, it's really cool how this stuff kind of works out with this show where, you know, I don't really lean into this stuff too much, but it is, you know, October pretty darn soon. Is is this coming out on October? Are there 30 days in October or are there 31 Tune in to find out. Yes, so this is coming in on October 1st. I love it. Synchronicities, right? Or just, uh, you know, maybe I plan this. Who knows? But yeah, I talk with Dale here, and uh, he runs through some wild experiences, tells me some pretty creepy stuff. Um, We go for about another 40 minutes on the Patreon, and he didn't have anything that he wanted to plug other than his wife's uh, Instagram. I guess the uh, handle for hers is uh, Live Fit Bunny. She is a personal trainer and does meal preps. And I got to say, congratulations, buddy. She is, in the most respectful way, a very attractive woman. And I'm not saying that to be disrespectful to you or her. Good for you. Um, follow her page. Follow his page. Uh, he didn't give you his in order to follow, but uh, I'm sure that you can find him through that one. And uh, just, uh, you know, a a really, really kind person. And I was happy that he was willing to share this stuff with me. Shared some things that I could tell he was not 100% comfortable sharing. But, you know, we we got through it and we had a very, very fun conversation. This was a blast. Uh, Total unexpected kind of thing. Had a couple beers and listened to some crazy ass stories. And I really thought that you guys would like it too. So... Uh, let me know what you think on this one. Again, not my typical style of a show, but um, Dale's such a cool dude, and this was a, a really, like I said, a wild set of stories. So uh, 
when the actual episode starts, you'll be able to tell that I really didn't know what we were getting into. I make that very clear, but I got comfortable right away with um, these kinds of stories. There was a couple creepy, you know, audio cutouts throughout the entire show. And, um, you know, again, we got through it. It was just one of those things. But uh, I even say on there, like, that was creepy. You know, just certain certain things when they happen like that are just like, what the hell is going on here? But uh, I'm going to quit rambling. You know, I always kind of ramble in these intros. Fun episode here, though. Thank you so much, Dale. And, um, yeah, patreon.com slash dangerousworldpodcast, dangerousworldstore.com. Um, that's about it, you know. I started the new podcast. <clears throat> it is called... Um, casual ko and i don't know exactly how available it is yet it doesn't seem to be available anywhere even on youtube it's a little difficult to find you can see it on um like my instagram story i've been sharing it we talk mostly about the ufc event that's going on on october 1st here the day that this podcast is released so if you're into mma or you just want to hear like a cool conversation about something that is totally irrelevant to conspiracy I encourage you to check it out. It was a fun, fun show, and that's going to be a blast to do. Just once a week, getting with a buddy on the other side of the world and talking about uh, something that neither one of us do, which is, uh, you know, fight at the highest level of of, uh, competition. So, conspiracies and MMA. Uh, Obviously, the two shows do not intermingle here. This is still a continuous project that I'm going to continue to grow, and... um, I've said it many times. I'm on my way out of my nine to five. This is a weird time for me right now just because of the pressure getting out of that world and focusing on this. But in the meantime, I have even less time than I normally do because I'm doing other little side gigs and and just trying to make money. So just really want to make it clear that there is no um, attention being brought away from Dangerous World. It's just I'm spread extremely thin right now, even more so than normal. But I love it. We're going to get back into this stuff. And you're going to probably get even more content, more Patreon content. And the uh, monthly chats for the $10 members are going to be moved to a Sunday. uh, Probably a Sunday afternoon. And I'm going to see how that works. When I was doing them on Saturday nights, uh, only a few people would show up. I love those people that did show up. But we want to try and get more people uh, to get involved too. Because it's a fun thing. You know, just shooting the shit. It's not recorded. There's no pressure. And um, that will be probably the first Sunday of every month. I'm going to do this one a little different. This will be coming up probably in the next week. Um, what is next Sunday? Let's plan for this. How, we, how, do we, how do we say October 9th will be the next um, Patreon top tier chat. And uh, that's in the books. October 9th. All right. I will get a time. Um, that'll be shout out to you guys on Patreon, but thank you. I'm going to quit going. Okay. Just enjoy the show with Dale. This was some crazy, crazy stuff. Don't listen to it at night by yourself. Cause there's some freaky, freaky shit here and, uh, let's roll into it. And without further ado, here's my buddy Dale that I met from the show. Awesome dude. Thanks Dale. Let's go. Well, folks, I am uh, pretty excited to get into this episode, which I don't even really know what we're going to be talking about up front here. You probably already heard what we got into here in the intro, but I'm really excited to, t- to uh, talk with Dale 
who I actually met through Patreon. He's a uh, awesome supporter of the show. And I can't thank you enough for that, Dale. That's uh, it, it really does help every time, you know, I, I get to talk with one of you guys, too. It makes everything so much cooler. It makes it like a real thing. So first of all, thank you for your support. Thank you for reaching out to talk about your interesting stories here. And uh, how the hell are you, man? I'm doing pretty dang good. Good. As I told you, I got the day off, so it's it's good stuff. The, I, you, you're already really doing a lot better than I am if you were off today on a nice Saturday is when we're recording this Saturday evening. I just got done working. Luckily, this is not a video episode because I'm just pouring sweat because I just like, you know, I'm trying to lose weight and all kinds of other stuff. And once you get out in this Tucson heat and you start sweating, it doesn't stop. Like even after I just took a cold shower, it's still pouring out of me right now. So I don't know what's wrong with me, but, you know, we're, we're getting to a better spot, hopefully. Um, where are you at, man? I, I don't know a whole lot about you. And this is going to be kind of like a me getting to know you a little bit, too. So first of all, where are you? I am basically about i'm in northwest indiana about half hour 45 minutes from chicago you live out there your whole life uh i had a six month stint down in indianapolis and i moved back okay so most of the stuff that we're referring to like with your stories all gone on in this area yeah yeah okay i i do, do not believe it is the things that happened are not related to the specific area it's just stuff that happened to me i guess so you think it's following you you don't think that it's something like you said with the house or with the uh, land or anything it's something that's following you i i wouldn't say something's following me it's more like things are just just seem to be coming to me you know, I, I don't, it, it's really, it's really hard to explain. I mean, to really put it into words. Um, but I mean, I could just get into the store, you know, start you off at the beginning and then we can work, work from there. And maybe you might have a couple ideas that I haven't even thought of. Yeah, man. I mean, that's what we're going to try and do here is put it into words. Have you done a podcast before you ever talked with anybody about this, like, and, and recorded it? Uh, I have done, I have done it once a few months ago. Okay. But so, yeah, I, like I, I told you earlier, I had a couple things happen just in the past month or so that was kind of, okay, this is kind of happening. So interesting. No, I, I just wanted to kind of figure out a little bit more about you first, man, if that's all right, you know. Yeah, sure. Um, are you a religious person? First of all, do you and then I got uh, quite a few other questions after that. Okay, Um. I I was. I, w- I was brought up Catholic and then I started, I, I started to get in the Bible a little bit and I'm like, well, this doesn't really go with what the Bible says. So I started asking questions. No, no one really wanted to give me answers. So I just said, I don't think this is, this is it for me. You know, I, I think I'm going to go my own way. So I, I am a, I'm not part of the organized religion. Let's just say that, you know, I read, read the Bible, you know, not as much as I should, but my, my belief is rock hard into, you know, my belief in God and Jesus and, and all that. So you lean Christian a lot like myself, like you kind of have your own way of going about it, but it sounds like you lean towards 
like you said yourself, God and Jesus, uh, would you consider yourself close to Christian? I mean, I'm not trying to label you, but just to get an idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would say that, um, because I, I don't know, just with everything going on in the world, and there's all these labels, this, that, and everything, yeah, yeah. it's just like, and then you, you see people claiming to be Christians, and yet they are total jerks to people. It's like, come on, you know, so I, I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm just me man i'm I'm just that that's just how how i look at it you know just i mean dale. For a general label christian okay okay well. yeah no i hear you dude i think that a lot of those people that hide behind christianity and all these other religions for that matter are i mean satanic has almost gotten watered down at this point but i think that they're hiding behind this label um you know the kazarians did it with the jews right the Jews mm-hmm. aren't bad people, but there's a lot of bad people that say that they're Jewish in high places of power. Um, mm-hmm. There's also, I mean, there's a lot of people that come out of Italy that do the same thing. Now, that does that mean that I think all Italians are bad? Absolutely not. And I love their food. It's the second best yeah. cuisine out there. Um, <laughs> and I stand behind that. It's only second place to Mexican. And anyone that tries to debate me on that, I, I just, I can, I can beat 10 times out of 10. But, um, you know, there's 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 these bad people that hide behind these different things, man. So um, I get you, though. I get you on not wanting to really subscribe to any of these things. So fair enough. Um, but you mentioned that you, some of this stuff you think ties back to your childhood. And we're going to get into it, obviously. I just kind of wanted yeah. to lay a foundation for myself and, you know, the listeners here. Um, what were you referring to that happened in your childhood when we were talking before the recording here? Um, well, when, um, I was, I was young, I was, I want to say two, two, three years old, maybe in in that general, general age, um, my, uh, my, my sister had passed away. Oh, sorry, man. It's, it is, it's still rough, but, um, about, so about six months after her, her passing, my dad had gone on a vacation. My mom stayed home with me, and she had a dream one night that um, there was like this large, like black uh, demon that she put it was just banging on the wall of my bedroom, like like it was trying to get in. She woke up in a cold, cold sweat, and she looked at the dog dog was sleeping she came into my room i was sleeping i was just fine but she said it was just it it was just so so real Mm. you know in in her dream so i kind of want to say that was kind of the start of it but she didn't obviously tell me that until i was much older interesting how so if you don't mind me asking how old were you and how old was your sister um my i want to say i was I three and my sister passed i want to say like a week or two before her birthday to be five to to be five mm-hmm. and did was this one of the things that you didn't want to talk about how she passed i hate oh uh, no no do i mean if you want to know how she passed i i won't tell you a certain story because i really don't want to break down right now sure okay okay <laughs> but my my sister had a uh, spina bifida and she had one of the top surgeons in the world working on her, said this this should be good. And 
she went into surgery and that, that was it oh wow she, she so didn't make it out relatively unexpected then yeah sorry about that man that's tough and and you were so young too i mean do you remember do you remember like her and and kind of the feeling about that day like when when all this happened i i remember being dropped dropped off at my my grandma's the i want to say a day or two before she passed and I don't really, I think I, I say, I think because most of my memories that I have of her are from pictures sure. or from, my, from my parents. So there's one time, I think I remember we were in my room and we were in there playing together. And I mean, it's just like a short glimpse of it, but I'm not even sure if that's what my mind told me from a story I heard or an actual memory. It was just, I was just so young yeah so and i remember i remember her her funeral i remember going going up to her casket and coming back and sitting on my aunt's lap and that's pretty much it yeah it's so crazy how the memory works especially at that age and then you know with something so traumatic i mean i'm sure you don't remember like waking up that day you just remember this like it sounds like a snapshot of this it's crazy i have similar things like that nothing nearly as traumatic but Mm -hmm. uh yeah, that is that's it's interesting how that works. Now, you bring that up with uh, you know this this tragedy with your sister and mm-hmm. then your does your mother feel that this like demon stuff and like this dark stuff that doesn't I mean like just getting into the story barely here, it doesn't sound like it only has followed you. It seems like it, this is sort of a family thing. Does your mom seem to feel that way and does she have like kind of this this idea that maybe it's connected to your sister in some way, not that your sister is this dark force, but that the same thing that was afflicting your sister from birth, it sounds like um, is potentially messing with your family. Am I just like way off base there? Well, you know, I, from, from what, what I understand, I feel like I know some stuff. I don't know a lot. So I personally, I think your guess is as good as mine, Okay, but from what I understand is that I mean, you you lose a child. That's probably the one of the worst things a parent could ever have is losing their child. You know, so I think with that, I think that there was something trying to get in due to the uh, emotional pain and and all that of going going through that. So that's an interesting observation. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. That makes a lot more sense. Because it's funny because the the wall that um, in the, in the dream that it was banging on, uh, we had uh, a crucifix up on that exact wall. Oh wow! So which, I mean, it, I, like I said, you know, it's just speculation, but maybe that's if it wasn't really a dream or however this stuff works, you know, maybe it couldn't get in because of that, or it, you know, it was trying to get. I don't you know, look at it how you want, you know, to, to me, that's how I say it from my perspective. That's very interesting, man, because then it makes you think about all the trauma that like our government puts onto us. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mean to derail from your story, but it just, it, it screams this to me. where like, you know, nine 11, 
John Benet Ramsey, all these really like national tragedies, right? Where mm-hmm. some people, you know, you show this stuff to, you know, 200 million people, 300 million people, someone is going to get so freaking upset to the point like where if if your theory here is correct, some sort of dark energy could enter these people because of their weakened emotional state. And and I wonder if that's why, because I actually just had a conversation with the dude today. Um, he's not a conspiracy guy, just at work. And he, I was talking about the John Benet Ramsey thing because he brought up conspiracies. And I was like, well, I, I mean, I, have you looked into the theory that she's potentially not even a real person? And he's like, well, why would they fake that? Why would they, you know, create this kid that's like, you know, America's child in a sense, in a weird way, and then kill her, you know? And it was like, it, it just seems like senseless. It's like, well, I think it has something to do with trauma. Trauma seems to be like a tool for the devil and for, you know, our government, which I think is of the devil. Um, it's a very interesting point, man. And and have you have you spoken with your mom about this? Does she feel any certain way about it? Um, I mean, she she obviously believes in it. Um, she uh, her her dad passed away when my mom was 16 so i never met him obviously okay um but she said that after he had passed that one one night she heard um a bunch of our books fall off a shelf in her room while she was sleeping and she just she woke it woke her up and she said that she just she just felt so at peace and everything and when she woke up the next she fell back asleep and woke up the next morning she thinks it was her her dad you know kind of saying hey i'm here but that's why she felt such a peace is because he was trying to get her up to know that you know he was there that's what that's what she says you know i don't yeah it's very so it was like almost like a polar opposite of the of the situation of when your dad is gone and then your mom sees this dark demonic looking thing, right? It seems like the, yeah. the polar opposite of that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think it's, you know, just one, one of the things can inf- influence you either, either way, you know, how, how you're feeling or whatever. I mean, I think that's a possibility, Yeah. but I, I like, I, I don't know how any, any of this really works. So it's just, I, I don't really want to, say this is this is what it you know what i mean sure i mean yeah no i that's a responsible way to do it because yeah if you're saying like definitively that this is what it is yeah it's like yeah how how are we to know but i mean do you know much about your family history um were they like really heavily involved with the church or was there like way down the line like great great grandparent type stuff some sort of weird curse going on i know it sounds weird i mean i don't even know how much i believe in that stuff but I mean, uh, were they involved in, in like religious kind of stuff? Um, I, I, on my mom's side, I don't know a whole lot because after my grandfather died, yeah, uh, there there were issues, and then once my grandma passed away, I think I was like twelve at the time, that created even that created a massive rift on my mom's side of the family, so. I literally know pretty much nothing about about them, and my mom doesn't really want to talk about it because it's th- 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 that that was a mess. It's it's just a mess on her side. Um, <laughs> Fair, yeah. Sorry to hear that too, man. That's 
it sucks sometimes these deaths like this they just really do screw things up man it sucks yeah um my my dad's side though this this is kind of to me it's kind of funny but supposedly my great 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 grandfather was supposedly burned at the stake for being a warlock oh dude come on that's it right there then i so i i I don't know Uh, my my dad said that his grandfather my great-grandfather was like a really big historian into into the into our our history poland or germany i don't know which one i'm but yeah i guess that that's what he had told my dad my dad believes it i'm like whether he was or not i guess you don't really know but i mean that was such a long time ago but yeah so i think it's honestly it's kind of cool and funny at the same time so do you know his name i have i have no idea i i've never it never occurred to me to ask because i I didn't really get into a lot of this stuff and want to know until later and i just haven't really thought about asking my dad about it but actually i could probably do it next time i see him yeah man because that i mean you hear a lot of people and did your family have roots in new england in that area there uh no my uh my history basically begins in northwest indiana my great-grandfather came over from germany and was building roads over basically out where i live so when back in the early 1900s oh so this this warlock was killed in either germany or poland you said yeah okay so it wasn't even here i didn't even realize that they did that stuff over there but it makes sense yeah, because I, I know Ger- Germany. I think I be- I don't know much about it, but I believe that they have a they've got a history of a lot of a lot of witches and oh sure all, all that stuff. So I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he was involved or not. Yeah, if we're talking late 1700s or early 1800s, I mean, the culture over there in Germany was what led was what some people would say would uh, led to Hitler's uh, election, basically, was because the people over time were slowly programmed to liking horror movies and or not movies, but horror culture and, um, you know, horror poems and really weird shit, kind of like how our society is decaying today. Um, yeah. Before they elected Hitler, Germany and, and I mean, I should say Prussia, I guess it's all going downhill culturally like we are. So that's interesting, man. But, yeah, no, definitely there were some witches and, and warlocks, apparently, too, running around there. That's yeah. wild, though, man. So do you I mean, obviously, you've thought about that a little bit. Do you feel like there's some sort of weird curse with your family? Um, I, I OK. I know before we got on here, I said that that there, there was something that I don't want to get into the details of it because I'm not sure if I want to release that yet. But this actually ties into the into this. What so we're we'll just share with whatever you're comfortable. Okay, so just to put it plainly, I decided to uh, go through uh, deliverance. Okay. Do you, are, do you know what those are? No. Okay, a de- deliverance is supposed to be like a a cleansing of like emotional 
and spiritual healing. Okay. And, and it's through, it's through Jesus. It's not, you know, here's, here's my pet rock. Why don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Out, yeah. Like a, a ghostbuster trap or something like that. Okay. So while that's being done, I mean, this is all my choice. You know, I just thought, you know, why not? Um, the guy that was doing it actually said, do you have any um, legal rights to, to be here and, and like attached to me or whatever? And it said, yes. And um, he asked, you know, who was it? And I want to say the name was Barry, I think. Okay. I don't remember I, going through the going through something like that is it's you talking, but it's not really you talking, but it's, it came out Barry. And I remember I went and talked to uh, my mom and asked if we had anyone by that name in my dad's family or her family. And she said, yes. And her family. So I thinking that someone on her side might have dabbled in things they probably shouldn't have and it's just it's connected through uh bloodline legal rights mm. so it's this whole thing is complicated i've been thinking about reading more and getting more involved in the this whole deliverance thing but i just haven't worked up the guts to do it you, well, yeah, it sounds like so, like the, the when you went and did it, it, it there was some kind of weird shit going on there. That it sounds well, like not a pleasant experience. No, it's 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 not. It's uh, it, it it's 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 exhausting, and I, you have to understand too. I'm not one of those types of people that are you know, Oh, I can hypnotize you. I'm like, no, you, you really can't, <laughs> you, you know, I don't, that, that stuff does just does bounces right off of me. But this, this was not, not what I was expecting. Was it, it done at a church or? No, it was, it was through like, um, a, a zoom call, a video. Really? Zoom call. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, this this stuff goes over I mean, yeah, it goes over calls and all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, so the per I mean, maybe you can kind of tell me how this goes down. Does someone actually, you know, sit there and like essentially hypnotize you kind of like you said and then you start talking, but it's not really you? Is that kind of how it goes down? No, it it wasn't like that at all. There there was, I mean, we we were talking, you know, face to face through the Zoom call, and he said, "Okay, you know, j just relax, kind of clear your mind," and and um, he all all he really, really I want to say, he said, "I separate soul from spirit, and I command whoever in Jesus' name to come out." And I was like, okay, this isn't really doing anything. Then maybe about a, he says it a couple more times, my stomach like flexed really hard and stuff started coming out, you know, just saying stuff. You were just saying things. Nothing physical was coming out. You, just no, words. No, 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 nothing. No, 
no, I, there's no blood, bodily fluids or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, like throwing up and stuff, like The Exorcist. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, sounds terrifying, to be honest. So, and and you you vividly remember this, or did you have to go back and like see a video or something of it? Uh, he he didn't he didn't record it at all. Um, I remember I remember a lot of it. I rem- I remember most of it. I think there was maybe the first time he did it. I want to say like I kind of like blacked out or something. Not necessarily blacked out, but I could see, but I didn't know what was going on. Interesting. Type of and thing. What was your reasoning for doing this deliverance thing? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I heard I want to say I heard something on a podcast and something just uh, triggered with me. And I'm like, you know, some, now that I think of it, something seems off. Something doesn't seem right. Within so, you. Yeah. Because I started the, to get back in my story. What, what kind of started happening was I for the longest time, I, I, I currently work at a job that is just emotionally and physically exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was not in a good head place and I'm trying to find ways to, you know, sleep better and be a happy, be the person I'm supposed to be. And I started seeing things for like, listen to this while you're sleeping at this frequency. So I started from that and started messing around. And then I saw one, like meet your uh, soul familiar guardian angel whatever i'm like oh this is this can't be real and i'm i'm the type of person i'll give it a shot i don't care and when that happened um uh, i started having plenty of dreams of doing exorcisms on people in my dreams mm. and i'm like this isn't right you know it just didn't i'm like i don't i don't i don't like this and then there was one that freaked me out so bad that i'm like this has got to stop you know so and that dream was i was doing a um an exorcism on what felt like my youngest daughter but she was older at the in, in this dream but i couldn't see her face but it just felt like her and it that freaked me out I woke up like completely exhausted, you know, like I was physically doing it and I'm like, something's wrong. You know, this isn't, I don't think I should be having these types of dreams, Yeah, you know, and that, that kind of triggered into me getting into contact with, it was a group on Facebook that I finally found and a guy I talked to that, that did all this for me. And, you know, I've, things have gotten better literally have gotten slowly have gotten better since what it's been almost a year since i went through it that's crazy man that it's uh was this was this guy a christian too obviously if he's if he's you know using jesus oh yeah yeah definitely he uh his his testimony is it's 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 intense i mean the stuff that he where he was and through drug and alcohol addiction and getting on hallucinogenics and he started seeing spirits and demons and aliens and 
all this other stuff and he just turned away from it and got into the bible and now he's he's going to school to be um a psychologist and he also does uh deliverances yeah it's interesting man it's it's interesting to me when people use like psychedelics as a tool like that i'm real i'm mixed on it personally i know that it helps a lot of people but i'm always curious as like you know what's the uh like what's the the real cost of that not that psychedelics i think are bad necessarily i I think that a lot more research needs to be done but it's uh it's it's interesting do you know if he still uses psychedelics and stuff not that it would discredit him oh no no he's he he he's he stopped he's he's done with it he's done with all because he he's he's like this this it, it would go against everything that he's trying to be and sure and all that so no he he doesn't do that stuff anymore yeah it's interesting that that really showed him because you, you hear about that a lot you hear about you know i i took mushrooms and i had this spiritual awakening and, and all this stuff and i find it interesting that, that it's a repeated story over and over again um with people's different perspectives on it yeah but yeah and and then i, I wanted to ask you too did you ever have a, a drug problem or alcohol problem or anything like that no no, I, I don't. No, I mean, I, I've smoked here and there. I mean, even kind of re- recently, too. Sure. Um, but no, I mean, no, I'm I'm just a. I don't want to play around with. I mean, I'll have drinks, you know, occasionally I'll have a smoke with my brother in law. But for the most part, all that other stuff, the stuff that I've seen i've been through and i've heard from other people i will not touch that stuff i not i'm not saying that it's fine you know it's bad across the board i just for me i would not touch that yeah no i mean yeah i mean i ask because you know i i drink i enjoy my drinks um Mm -hmm. i consider myself a functioning alcoholic but i'm sure every alcoholic considers himself functioning (laughs) um you know, it's just, um, I do know, and I've heard over and over again that these kinds of things open the door for negative yeah. energy to come in. Right. So I don't know, man. Yeah, no, I just figured I'd ask. And, and since you brought it up with, um, with this individual that seems to have helped you out with this, but, um, I mean, let's get fully back into, into your story here. I know that we yeah. just talked about the, uh, the deliverance stuff. Where do we go from there? All right. Well, I'm I'm going to go back to, the early 2000s i think it was 2000 when did the white sox win? white sox won the world series 2005 i don't know I'm man <laughs> um i want to say that's funny was... that's how you would remember it though dude okay i'm gonna uh, off subject i'll just say this how i remember this in 2008 iron man came out on may 3rd <laughs> okay <laughs> that was the day me and my wife got married Really, because of Iron Man? No, not because of Iron Man. That was just how it all fell. I didn't even oh. know that was coming out. We planned it, and you know, for uh, at right after the rehearsal, <laughs> we went to um, me and my best man. We went to go see Iron Man. Hey, that's kind of cool though. If you're into those movies, I mean, that's yeah. like because uh, that was back when they were actually good too. Oh yeah, yeah. They've really ran them into the ground lately, but yeah, dude, that's like. So- uh, that's pretty funny dude so so and then how does what does this have to do with the white Sox? was it just it was it was around it was around that time okay and i was 
and we used to go to games constantly. But so it, it was that, it happened before before I met my wife. So I won't say about two thousand four to two thousand six in that general area. My okay. And how old are you? At that I time, I am. I'm forty one, right now. Okay, so back then you're yeah. 30. So I was in my mid mid twenties. Okay, my math is horrible. Mid twenties. All right. Um, okay, so me, well, actually, a couple weeks before this, um, I was kind of, I was, I started getting into the, you know, the ghost hunting shows, ghost hunters, and all that other stuff. And one, one night, I was just laying in bed, and I was just like, I prayed, you know, I, I asked God, I said, hey, I, I'd like to see how how real this stuff is. I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm a curious person. So I did that and fell asleep, didn't think anything of it. So about two weeks later, uh, me and my buddy, we went, we went to the gym. We came, uh, we ended up going to this one bar for a karaoke night or whatever, because we, we would usually go. And we, we sat down with our, our cheap uh, Long Island iced teas that were only like a buck at the time. Yeah, you did. Those are nice. <laughs> and uh we we both we both just had one and we're like this is horrible tonight. <laughs> so you know we like I said we just had one drink and then we went I went to take him back to his house and that's where I used to live. So I'm like, hey, let's go walk around the neighborhood. It's about a mile around. We used to do this when we were kids. I've known him since I was in second grade. So I was about what seven at the time. I don't know. Yeah, that so sounds right. Yeah. Basically, I've known this this guy for almost my whole entire life. Um, so we're like, let's go walk around. He's like, all right, cool. So we started walking, and he was talking. Uh, it was something about uh, his dad. He had some issues with his dad. Um, so um, he he said something, and it it struck me funny. I don't know why. I don't know what he said. I all I remember it just it, it hit me and I knew I shouldn't be laughing and I just started laughing and I'm like I'm sorry man I'm sorry he just kept on saying stop laughing at me I said I'm it's you know like I just said to you it struck me funny it, you know I'm sorry man I, I don't I don't mean it he, he just kept on repeating don't laugh at me don't laugh at me don't laugh at me as we're continuing walking this is going on I'm like okay this is going to be an awkward walk now and then we turn this corner and he's not really saying anything. And then he just kind of kind of went down on his knees and it was just kind of on all fours, you know, kind of like spitting up a little bit. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? So I'm like, you, you okay? And he just, he would just like almost be howling on all, all fours and then he'd start he started throwing up i mean the nasty throw it's not everything mm. and i was like okay what is going on here so i'm like I, I don't know what to do so i put my i tried to get him back up and we walked a few houses down and then he, he went back down again and he started doing the howling thing like what I, I don't know. So I didn't know what else to do. I put my hands on him and I started praying for him. And then he's, 
that's when the howling turned into screaming like he was in pain and then he started talking in another language i yeah is this at night this was about yeah it, it was probably after one one in the morning um yeah he he just started speaking in another language i don't know what language it was he only knows spanish and that's it's it's terrible spanish but um yeah i mean it was it sounded old and his voice was like really raspy so Hmm. that was going on and i'm like what what is going on? I got my hands on him. I'm I'm praying for him. I don't know what I'm doing. I thought I knew something, you know, watching all these ghost shows and a little bit of stuff that I've heard. And I'm like, I I'm realizing at this point, I'm like, you don't know anything. But I just I just kept on praying for him. And then at one point, it felt from like the back of my neck all the way down to my lower back was on fire. Like it was burning. Like I will, I, my body was cold, but it just felt so hot. And so I just kind of ignored it and kept on trying to get him up. And, you know, we're, we're still walking and he's still speaking in this language and howling. And eventually, because I'm not a very smart man, hmm. it would have been, it would have been best to turn around and start heading back to his house. But for some reason, I kept on going straight with him. Don't know, don't know why, but you know, this is going on. I'm like, I don't know how to get this to stop, you know, and we finally get to a point and I'm, he's basically dead weight and I'm holding him up by the, um, by the front of front of his jacket and he's got his eyes rolled back in his head and he's just mumbling this language and, and I'm starting to get frustrated. I have to be at work in the morning. You know, this is going on. I done all I could do. And I started to get upset. Now I was like, I don't understand you. If you, if you want to talk to me, you have to speak English. And then he starts laughing. And then he says, you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. And my immediate reaction was, I read the Bible. I know how it ends. And then so you, was, I'm, I'm sorry to jump in. You, you right away when once he starts throwing up, you, you immediately think that like there's some sort of demonic energy going on here. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I just something just told me to start praying for him. So, so I did. It was just like kind of like an instinct type of thing. And then it felt like that was helping. I, well, I, I think the end of the story kind of kind of will answer that question okay if you want me to keep going on this absolutely yeah i just i i was curious as to like what what brought you to that point but like you said to yourself right there it was just natural but yeah please continue yeah um okay so okay where was i okay he he was silent after i i told him i go i know how it ends you know i read the bible yeah and and then he he goes where are they why aren't they here yet i'm like who like why aren't the cops here yet Mind you, we've walked probably the length of a football field. 
um, from where, where this first started happening. And he's been screaming, howling, talking in an old language, I'm assuming. You know, and it occurred to me, I'm like, you'd think someone would have heard. you think that someone would have called the cops. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I, I think we're, we're done here. So I I picked this dude up in a fireman's carry. I walk him probably about a quarter mile back to his house. I set him down in front of his house on his feet. And I start to uh, choke up pretty bad after this whole ordeal. And he goes, all right, man. He goes, give me a call if you're going to do something this weekend. Like nothing even happened. Wow. I was like, what? I mean, he walked into his house perfectly fine. It was like, it was literally like nothing, nothing happened. I, was I he was acting like, kind of buzzed? No, we, I, we, we only had one drink and it was cheap. And at that time, one drink, the way we drank was not yeah, yeah. going to buzz. Yeah, no, I'm just wondering, like, what uh, in his brain, how he's accounting for that lost time? It sounds like about 15 minutes or so. Oh, I wish it. The whole thing was probably about. Let's see, I didn't get home till about 4:30 in the morning. Oh, geez. Okay. So, so it, it was. Yeah, it it was quite a while. I mean, it it didn't feel like it, but when I got in my car, it was about three three thirty. So it was probably about an hour and a half, almost two hours, this whole walk and his whole thing went on. Shit. Okay. So I I get, you know, I get my car. I'm like, I put uh, the the most Christian music I had at the time. I think it was like POD or whatever. And um, I'm listening to that and I'm like, I'm in tears driving home. I, I live like 45 minutes away. I'm like in tears driving home. You don't really? know what happened. Finally went to bed. I called my buddy that has had his own personal stuff happen to him. And uh, he had experience and I talked to him and he said, he said to me, he goes, oh, okay. He snapped out of it. He goes, what about, about an hour or so. And I said, Yeah. He's like perfectly fine. I said, yeah. He's like, yeah, he's fine. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he said he said he went. He kind of had the same thing happen to him, but with a group of people. Um, and he said, yeah. After about about an hour, it was like nothing even happened. They were themselves again. Hmm. So weird. So what does that mean? Did did he did he elaborate on what that is like? something tries to enter these people and like they're not a good host or something no i well i know i i think once again this go, goes back to some sort of emotional trauma that he yeah. his, his relationship with his dad was not great i i really his dad was on drugs and okay. stuff so the, there's there's an issue there and like i said i i think these things really go after people that are you know have some sort of emotional trauma 
or they're not expecting things to happen. Because you, you hear all these stories about people, you know, screwing around with Ouija boards. Next thing you know, you know, doors are opening, yeah, hands yeah. are falling, you know, all, all this crazy stuff. Yeah, it's not how it works. Yeah, so I, I think it I think it could happen to anyone. You know, especially if you have some sort of emotional trauma, I think it it really can grab a hold of you there. You know what's interesting, man? I mean, are you a big movie guy? I mean, not just like the Iron Man stuff and like those old days, but like horror movies and stuff. I when when I was younger, I I got scared so bad I wouldn't touch um, a horror (laughs) horror movie until I was I think it was 23 at the time okay I, I was i was i was damaged so it's so funny i i was kind of freaked out but i like being scared like even as a kid like i'd you know cry for my mom in the middle of the night like way mm. way older than i should have because yeah. i just loved being scared but like you know my little brain can handle it but the reason i'm asking about movies is because if you watch like these exorcism movies the devil in these is always clinging to like the sweetest most innocent person usually their dad's a pastor or something right i mean i'm thinking like the last exorcism or like any of these things like these people are just like so innocent and that's what pop culture will have us believe they don't ever mention anything about trauma i guess in the last exorcism the girl's mom died though um i need to go through these exorcism movies and see how they portray them if there's trauma with all of these people but that's just kind of like a side note because i think that there is absolutely something to trauma and i think that's why there's constantly trauma being pushed on the world society right well i like i kind of see it as you know if 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 you don't believe in any of this stuff um then uh what what's the point of you know, a demon going after, you know, or the devil, whatever you want to call him, you know, go, go after somebody to him. He's, you're already on his side. So he's going to leave, but if you're, he's going to go after the, the Christians really, or people who, who believe in God and Jesus, he's going to go after them hard because he wants to either end you or get you over get you pull you away because you're the enemy to them is that that's kind of how i see it and why certain people do it i mean I, i'm just kind of painting this in a i want to paint this in a broad brush because like i said i don't know everything and i don't know the reasons behind i mean they may see something that we don't we don't see on the inside of somebody nobody nobody knows their heart yeah yeah you know so we we don't i don't know man it's all guessing to me <laughs> i mean but that that's how that's kind of how i look at it yeah man i mean i messed with the ouija board i haven't talked about it a whole lot uh, in my show i messed with the ouija board alone um i used to work for a dude um a, i considered him a, a good friend and i haven't seen the guy in a while but you know we'd go around and clean properties and stuff like that and um, there was a, a Ouija board that this dude had that had passed away. And it wasn't like some creepy Ouija board. It was like one of the uh, like the main game companies. 
mm-hmm. just like that cardboard Ouija board. We just found it in this dude's house, right? So it wasn't like this classic old school wooden one or anything. Yeah. Just a cardboard Ouija board found in a dead dude's house, right? I took it because they were like, yeah, you can take anything in here. Like, you know, if you want to reuse it for your house or whatever. So I was like, oh, cool. Ouija board, a dead guy's house. This is freaky, right? So I, mm-hmm. I took it um, and I just had it for a while. But then like I was super like depressed and I was like, fuck it. Let me just fuck around with this Ouija board and see what what happens, you know, and I, I was assuming nothing was going to happen. And it's kind of weird how like my mindset has been since a kid. I just kind of told you I was super scared, like the kind of kid that was scared of the dark, but loved being scared. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to sleep with the light on forever. Right. As a as a kid and a young teenager, sleep with the light on. Um, and then, you know, when I move out into my own, my own house here in like, I'm on an acre out in the country before, you know, I have a girlfriend living with me now and it's been here for a while. I would sleep no problem, all lights out, no TV on. And and, like, it was just totally fine. Not afraid of the dark, not afraid of anything. Mm -hmm. I, I mess with this Ouija board when I'm not afraid of anything at all. Like, and then all of a sudden those old kind of fears of the dark have kind of like can't come back to me for some reason um i'm not nothing when i messed with the ouija board there was no doors opening like you said no like serious paranormal activity but i did have like a solid like few year period of horrible luck bad bad luck like just shitty not horrible things were happening to me but just everything that could go wrong like the mundane stuff from the day-to-day life it's all going wrong constantly. I mean, you know, just all kinds of little dumb stuff adding up. I parked my car in my parents' freaking front yard, basically, and it got towed, right? Little shit like that. Nothing where it's like, oh, man, my life is ruined. But just constant, like, just bad, bad luck. And then all of a sudden, it's just gone. Like, I've had pretty good luck recently, knock on wood. But, um yeah, it's interesting. And then I just kind of thought too about like how how like those old like childhood fears have kind of caught back up to me. Yeah, um, I I don't know while you while you were saying that I, I was thinking you know maybe messing with it. You you said that you were kind of depressed at the time. Yeah, yeah, low low trauma, low level trauma, right? Maybe you had like a um, maybe like an an attachment that that got on you messing with it, and as time went on you had all these little little things happen as soon as you think you're finally getting somewhere you get knocked right back down yeah you get that cleaned up so i'm wondering if there was something there because i that whole situation for the first 10 10 12 years of my marriage has been like that like ever since we got married it was just like every time we start to get ahead we come crashing down but since i for me when I went through this whole deliverance thing, we are finally like it pointed in the right direction. And we're actually moving forward for once, instead of constantly getting cut, uh, knocked backwards all the time. Yeah. You know, it's just, things are, have really started to fall into place, you know, a slow period over, over time. So I'm wondering maybe you had like something kind of hang on to you for a while until, you you know something in your life changed that got rid of it i don't know man yeah i really don't know i mean i got in a car accident and then it seems like things kind of changed after that um Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah i have no idea maybe it was like 
yeah I, I man it's weird it's weird to think about and just like you know hearing the stuff that you're bringing up just reminds me of it in like this like weirdest ways just small ways where it's like yeah i think a lot of people can relate to this stuff and it's not it's probably not healthy anytime something negative happens in your life to go straight to thinking that it's some demonic force trying to ruin yeah, your yeah. life right but yeah. if there's patterns it seems that maybe like there is some sort of like logical connection there um i don't know man yeah it's definitely interesting but um yeah i'm curious to to hear more about these things you said that a few things have gone on in the meantime since you you've spoken with other people i don't know if we're jumping ahead too much there but um, um go ahead no um there there's one thing that happened in 2006 it's a real short one just because it's not demonic or anything like that, but I, I kind of want to leave that one for like the cherry on the top of the end of, end of my stories. Okay. But I want to hold on to it just because it's just like, dude. Well, okay, let me so, ask you this. What happened yeah. directly after, after uh, your friend and, and you know, the, the situation with your friend that seemed traumatic, did things kind of escalate for you? Because I mean, you know, like we're talking about this whole episode, trauma seems to be these like, little things tools and you were clearly traumatized that night you're crying driving home anything happening to you directly after that to escalate everything uh no nothing wow okay i was totally expecting something okay yeah um i well i think like like i said at the beginning of that um you know i i asked i asked god you know hey you know i'm curious to see how real this is yeah yeah Um, be careful what you ask for Definitely. And he's like, all right, here you go. This is it. I mean, I, I'm not a big, you know, oh, it's just a coincidence type of person. I, I kind of see life as this is how, how it is. You know, the odd things happen. Things happen at the right time. Things happen at the wrong time. You know, I'm, you know, I, I don't put much stock into into certain stuff, you know. So I think this was, I asked, he said, okay. I said I don't like that very much. Yeah. <laughs> um but it yeah, I mean I just went about my life like nothing happened. Him and I still I think we hung out that that same weekend and nothing. I mean I've known known him for so long and you know, now I'm married, he's not and we we we've kind of separated because of things like that, but you know, and uh, as far as I know, not, nothing's really happened after that. I mean, with with him, he never said anything to me, and I actually never brought up that situation with him. I I, I didn't say a word to him. He doesn't even really know that it happened. I don't think so. Oh man, that's wild, dude! You should totally bring it up to him. I like, guess it's been I, a while now. Yeah i I thought about it. And I just kind of went with, you know, if, if I feel like I need to tell him, I'll, I'll tell him, but every time we've hung out, I, it just, either I would just completely forget about telling him about it or it just never felt like a good time. But most of the time it was just like, I think I'm going to tell him. And then we go hang out and I, it was like, it never, never even happened in my mind until, you know, I get home and I'm like, I didn't bring that up. Okay. Well, I guess maybe I'm not supposed to, I don't. Mm. Wow, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe you would be messing with uh whatever forces there if you if you brought it up again. Yeah, I it's wild. 
Yeah, I, I know it, it's it, it's a weird situation to to be in because I don't think it happens very often. Yeah, yeah. With how many people kind of actively look for this stuff, right? I mean, like you said yourself, you you asked for this kind of. Yeah. Um, how many people do it on a day to day basis and never see anything like that? That's pretty yeah. interesting. But and I don't, and you never know how many people you know just see what they want to see or you know like some people on certain shows who are always possessed all the time um yeah. you know i mean i i think a lot of those ghost hunting shows are kind of giving a lot of stuff a bad name when you see goofballs on there yeah for sure a lot of that stuff if it's on like you know discovery channel it's yep. not really going to be like the the truth. Yeah. Yeah, but um yeah. Um as for the the recent stuff, um well, okay, I I will will say one thing about that deliverance thing that that I I did go through. There there's one time I did it, he had a buddy on, you know, that was learning how to do all this stuff. And I remember while while we're going through this, I remember in my mind, I, I clearly seeing like a big like almost it was like almost cartoon, like comic book type of muscled black entity, and it was like chained down, and I am not, I would not make this up. I I don't even think I can make this up even if I tried. But um, his buddy said he goes, I'm seeing seeing a spirit being chained down by something so he's in his mind he saw the same thing i was seeing in mine that blew me away because it was like this whole thing was going on it was just like he said that i was like you gotta be kidding me like how you know it was and you guys are over zoom while this is going on too so it's not like this is in the same like He's not picking up on hints or anything. There is something weird about electronics and stuff, too. I think that this, you know, I'm really thankful that I can talk to people like you. You know, I just met you, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've met so many great people doing this. It's kind of weird, dude. It's weird how we can talk to each other in almost like this teleportation manner. There's something very strange about it. So, yeah, I wonder if like these Zoom calls are almost more efficient than in-person things. Yeah, the um guy that did this, he sent me a boatload of uh information on on this stuff. Like I said, I I haven't dared to really get into it just yet. Um, you know, I'm, I still got I still got some things that I will work out need to work out for myself mentally because I don't. This isn't something that where I would suggest if you're going through something, I would not suggest you do something like this. <laughs> okay, because I I you know it. it you're vulnerable, I believe, at the, you know, at that time. But I do plan on getting into it. But yeah, he's he sent me videos of this. Uh, his, I think it's mentor, doing doing a lot of this stuff over uh, Zoom calls, and recording it. Huh. So yeah, I mean, there, there's something to it. For sure. And, yeah. I mean, I, I you know I I would tell you too. Um, everyone's guilty of being afraid sometimes. I, I think that fear is one of the worst possible sins that any of us can ever have. I'm yeah. guilty of being afraid sometimes, you know, but I would just say, you know, if it's going to, if you think it's going to make your life better, man, just go into it with no fear and, yeah. 
and you know fuck all this dark stuff that's going to try and mess with you just look towards like the good stuff and and like like god and jesus other things that you believe in that help you through these rough times just know that that stuff has your back and and um just don't be afraid dude i i i really have started to believe that as i've gotten a little older that fear is the worst the worst i mean and you see this repeated in cultures you know the vikings um who you know they didn't believe in in the god that that you and i seem to believe in but um it's repeated in culture fear is a is a is cancer it seems yeah. like um yeah i that, that, that's, that's a really good point that you brought up i didn't i didn't think about it that way i i have no one to talk to about this stuff really so actually hearing that from you actually is probably something that i really needed to hear because that, that is a really good point you know that i shouldn't be i probably shouldn't put this off i should actually look into it you know because my, my whole whole thought process is is if say we lived close to each other and you said dude i got something evil miles I will walk over there and I'm, I'll be like, let's, let's do battle. Let's yeah. do this. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I, I'm, I'm good to go. Yeah, dude. I, it's just, it's, it's something like almost like, I feel like I, I, I just want to do it. I need to do it. You know, if someone's yeah. got an issue, let, let's, let's do this. It's scary, but I don't fear it. You know, you know what I mean? being put in that type of situation yeah man no yeah yeah i I think like i said there's something there's something to that that idea of um no fear zero fear you know and i've always told myself like as a kid again being afraid of the dark and stuff that i'm not afraid Mm -hmm. of anything everyone's afraid of stuff man but just facing it and going for it i think is uh is a big deal i'm not trying to get all gary v here on you or anything but (laughs) yeah you know there's some there there's i think there's a lot to be said and i think that uh there's a movie I forget what it is. I'll see if I can find the the movie by the end of it. And uh, the the whole theme of the movie is like the when you die, you go to heaven, and God judges. God judges you based on the times that you were afraid, and that's all that it is. It's a Christian themed movie. But when you die, God doesn't care if you were mean or Mm -hmm. uh, you know sad or or took advantage of anyone. Just times that you were afraid how you acted in those times and that's it not saying that this movie is everything but it, it's yeah. just an interesting concept it, it actually actually that that is i mean i mean at one point you know the like like you said it doesn't matter what you did up until to your time of judgment because look at the uh thief that was on on the cross you know he said that he wanted to follow jesus and he said okay let's do it you're coming with me yeah it didn't matter what he did all all you know, throughout his life, all the horrible things he said, he said, all right, bro, let's go. Yeah. That's so yeah, that's a man, really, man. really cool thing right there. Heck yeah, dude. I try at least, uh, you know, hopefully there's one good thing that I said there, but <laughs> let's, uh, let's get back to your, your story. I sorry to derail, yeah. but yeah, you were saying that, you know, just don't, you, the last thing that you basically left off saying was that, you know, if anyone's afraid to do this deliverance or anyone's going through anything when they want to do this deliverance, just don't do it. Wait, hold off. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so, you know, like I said, a- after all this happened, well, what I was going with it is like, I said, I like kind of had this vision of what was going on. So, you know, like I, I said, I was, I was dabbling with the whole, you know, I'm l- listening to so many hurts and I started having the, uh, 
the exorcism dreams and I've had enough. Well, shortly after that, you know, after this whole deliverance stuff and everything, uh, I would constantly see out of the corner of my eye, you know, black shadow figures. Oh, like, oh, it was a, a lot of times like i was pounding home in the intro there absolutely freaky stuff we get more into it and he talks more about just personal things that have gone on and it gets weirder and weirder as always Um, i like to save that good stuff for the end for you people that pay a little bit for my show and it makes the show get better and better every week i feel so head over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast and thank you so much for your support hope to see every one of you there